0: You are listening to Mountains Will Move, a daily devotional podcast presented by Mount Perrin North as part of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Hey,
1: Ryan, how's it going, man? Hey, it's good. Good. So it's day three? It is. How are you feeling? I feel good. I feel hungry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but you're surviving.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So today we're talking about uh, Second Chronicles chapter 20, which is... Yeah. I'm. I've got a lot of music background, so this is my favorite, like my one well, of my yeah. favorite Old Testament stories, because it's about how you know music and praise and stuff win, wins the day. It's but. put the worship team on the front lines. Yeah, absolutely. Which seems like the dumbest plan of all time. It is. I'm a musician, <laughs> and you yet. should not put me on the front lines of anything, <laughs> of anything, unless you're asking for trouble. But like, put the seals in the back. Yeah. Put
0: that worship leader. Yeah. Right up right front. Right up front. I
1: feel like maybe they had a problem with their worship leader at that time, and they were looking to make a change. <laughs> 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 so they
0: put him out front Well, you know,
1: talk us through the story a little bit It is one of my favorite stories, but I know you're very familiar with it Yeah, too,
0: so. yeah, I've preached a sermon on it Yeah, cool. um, uh, Have you? I have, actually I've only got two <laughs>
1: sermons, and only one of them's good And the good one's about this I figured you had <laughs>
0: <laughs> I figured you had If a worship leader gets asked, hey, will you do a sermon? It'd be like, that's I got go, just That's the, the go-to yeah, I got just the sure. one um, Yeah, I mean, so Jehoshaphat is king and he just got word that there's four different nations coming against him. Yeah. And they've all joined together. And there's no hope. Like he's like, we're we cannot compete. We are going to lose this. And so he gathers the people and um and that's a lot of pressure on him. You know, like, okay, you've got to be confident, you've got to have a plan. And he does it. Yeah. He doesn't have a plan. He literally goes to them and was like, hey. Let's pray about this. Yeah. You know, and literally, I, th- from what I can tell, they just have this like moment of silence of prayer to try to figure out wh- what's going to happen. And one guy steps up and feels like he's got a word from the Lord and yeah. just tells him, Hey, this battle's already won. Yeah. On your behalf, you get all you got to do is show up with praise. Yeah. And, the, be- the victory will already be yours.
1: So, so, like, I want to be the man of faith and get behind all that. And so, that's exactly what I would have done, too. But totally, this is anti Jason, you know, theory here. This is right. not what I would do because I'm a fixer and I'm a kind of control freak kind of person. So, I would, you know, I would have come up with some kind of plan. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Um, and I would have sort of formulated a system around that plan. And then I would have trained a team around that plan. And then we would have gone and done the plan and something would have happened. Uh, but in this situation, it would not have been God's will to do that, and right. it would not have turned out the the right way. So, um,
0: it's such a leadership move by Jehoshaphat right. that you wouldn't normally expect, right. because a lot of times when you think leadership, you're like, "I'm supposed to be the man with the answers mm-hmm. or the woman with the answers." But he d- he doesn't have the answers. All he comes with is like, "Look, God gave us this land to begin with, mm-hmm. and look at everything God's done to this point. Let's yeah. let's praise Him." And then let's pause and wait. And he has all the people fast. And this is where it really just hits home for us in this fast, right? Because I've, you know, me, others, maybe doing this fast and going, there's something coming against me. Mm -hmm. I have an enemy headed my way, and I'm not going to win without God. And so I've, and I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to pray.
1: That that's my favorite line in the
0: whole story. By the way, it's not in our prescribed reading for the day, right. but it's in there.
1: Uh, where at the end of his prayer, let's see, it's verse twelve, I think. Verse twelve, going into thirteen, he says, "We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you." It sounds like a lyric from like a nineteen nineties worship <laughs> ballad, <laughs> right? You know, because it kind of rhymes. It does. But it's my favorite thing, and that's what struck me out of this whole thing. Um, and there's this, there's this concept that where you look is where you go. So I'm teaching my son, Jack, to drive. He's 15 years old. Oh, and, how are right, doing? So he's doing great. His mom's not doing great. Okay. So we don't practice with her in the car. <laughs> but um, uh, I, you have to teach him, like, when you're taking a curve or you're turning into a, to another road, you have to look at where you want to go. Oh, for sure. And then go there. Because if you look straight ahead or you look at that curb or that stop sign, you tend to drive towards that. Mm -hmm. I I like to ride a a bicycle for exercise. It's the same thing. Like if I turn my head this way, I'm going that direction. So you have to train yourself, like not to look or or to go opposite of. So I love that line so much because it speaks to the people's perspective. Okay. Yeah. You know, because if you're looking at what's really happening around you, if you're one one of the folks here, you're seeing all these armies lined up against you. No doubt, and there's way more enemy than there is of us, mm-hmm. and there's no like reasonable, rational way we can win this at all. So no. if you're looking at your situation of circumstances, it's going to take you down a path of thought, right? But that line, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Now that's leadership. That is right. I admit I don't know what to do, but I know who to look to to get the answer, and that's exactly what they did, and God
0: saves the day. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so good, and that, that's such a good point. You just got to keep your eyes on the Lord. I love what verse 15 says, too. He said, listen, uh, King Jehoshaphat and all who lived in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to do. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Yeah. I mean... it. When you face a problem, you have to realize it's not your problem. Like this is a God-sized problem. Yeah, for and sure. He's He's got it for sure. Um, and He can take care of any circumstance that you run into that you're incapable of handling.
1: Yeah, I, I like to say it this way: It doesn't matter how strong you are when you're not the one fighting the battle. You know. And That's again, right. control freak here, right? I got to be strong enough to handle this thing. It doesn't matter. This is a great example. God is greater. God is stronger. He is all-powerful. And in fact, the Bible says that when we are weak, He is strong, which uh-huh. lends, it tends to help me, uh, help me understand that even in my most weak moments, that's actually a good thing, Yeah, because I get out of the way, I don't even have the strength to be in the way <laughs> anymore, and God stands up, you know, right. and I allow God to be the strength in that moment. So it's just a great great principle from this passage.
0: It is, and there's just something about praise. And you know they were they were just saying over and over, "Give thanks to the Lord; His yeah. love endures forever." Right. Give thanks to the Lord; His love endures forever. Mm-hmm. And when you when you worship, and and I you know that's a great way to start every prayer. That's how mm-hmm. Jesus started His prayer by mm-hmm. recognizing who He was talking to. And when you do that, when you start every prayer with your eyes on the Lord, thinking of who you're talking to, it changes what you pray for. It yeah. changes how you pray. Yeah. Um, and so I encourage anybody going through something right now mm-hmm. that's fasting for something right, right now, spend some time in praise. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Yeah. And it's going to change the perspective because the enemy uh, got defeated. Like The Israelites just showed up, and they, they were already defeated. They mm-hmm. were laying their dead on the field because they mm-hmm. had fought against each other. Mm-hmm. And um, Jehoshaphat and all his people got to literally just take the plunder. They got treasures out of it. God absolutely absolutely won the battle on their behalf. Yeah,
1: and may it be so for us in this time of fasting. Yeah. You know, God, come fight our battles, shift our perspective on you. And, you know, it's a great equation, isn't it? God does all the work, and we get the benefit of it. So we're thankful for that.
0: So let's trust Him, let's worship Him through it, Mm -hmm. and let's see God fight our battles. He will. Mm -hmm. He will. Thanks for this time. This was great. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you for listening to today's devotional. You'll find accompanying scriptures, thoughts for reflection, and a prayer guide in the podcast description. Or visit our website at mountparanorth.com slash 21 days.